Hey, Carbo Nation, it's Rachel. I'm coming to you with a public service announcement, I guess, about an organization that I think is pretty dope. It's Get Us PPE. Their website is getusppe.org. And what they do is find surplus PPE that might be kicking around in a garage or in a warehouse somewhere and connect it to communities that need that PPE that might not be connected to more traditional supplies. So one of the big things at Get Us PPE is making sure that marginalized communities have access to the gear that they need to stay safe as they do their work. Uh, and so if you know about some PPE kicking around that's not being used, we're talking masks, we're talking gowns, visors, little footy thingies that like maybe like a realtor would wear when they're like showing a house or, you know, the kind of like N95 stuff that like a nail tech might use or, you know, if you work in a garage and you've got gloves around or whatever. If you know of some sort of supply of PPE, you can go to getusppe.org and register that you want to donate it. Or if you need PPE, if you work somewhere where you are exposed to COVID-19 or you're concerned about the risk of, um, you know, passing it from client to client or whatever, you can register your need at getusppe.org. They're managing one of the most comprehensive databases of PPE need in the entire United States, and they work to make sure that the stuff that they collect is distributed equitably. Or if you want to, like, give them money, I guess that's always an option, too. The website for all of these things and more is getusppe.org. And uh, tell them Rachel sent you. Uh, they won't know who I am, but that's fine. Uh, it's it's much more important than me, and it's much, much more important than this podcast about seltzer. So again, getusppe.org. Hello, Carbo Nation. This is Seltzer Deathmatch, the quest to find the best seltzer in America. Now coming to you from a shipping container turned studio in the backyard of a Bushwick pizza restaurant. We're your judges and professional seltzer influencers. I'm Travis Larchuk. And I'm Rachel Ward. And today's special guest judge is food and drink writer Meredith Heil. Welcome to Seltzer Deathmatch. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, Meredith, you wrote an article for Thrillist about an extremely controversial subject, mm -hmm. and that subject is, what's the difference between seltzer, club soda, and mineral water? It's an intrigue we have tried to avoid on this show, but I think we have to get into it now. Um, is it controversial? It's controversial because we refuse to talk oh, about it. Oh, it's controversial <laughs> in this studio. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I thought you were going to bring up my ketchup article, which got me, like, hate mail, Wait, which was the most controversial thing I've ever written. Yeah, let's, let's talk go about there that first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I wrote a, a kind of a joking polemic against ketchup. I don't like it at Thrillist. Mm. It was over the top, and it was like a five-paragraph takedown, and uh, people got very upset. People were, like, wow. writing responses. I, I had to go, like, private on Instagram. People were DMing me, like, death oh, threats. No. It was outrageous. Humans are so weird. Okay, so what's the evidence against ketchup? Ketchup? Uh, it's disgusting. Um, it's Point one. Fair. Mostly sugar. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. It makes all food taste like ketchup. Also right. true. It dominates yeah. flavor completely. And I personally think it's gross. Okay, so it started out disgusting. 
three points in the middle. <laughs> uh, it was a bit, with, bit better. Uh, it's gross. More construction than that in the actual store. You can look it up if you Google my name and ketchup. You'll find a lot. So, what condiments do you like? <laughs> Literally all other condiments. Okay. Like, honestly. Lightning round here. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Love it. Grainy Dijon mustard. Love it. Uh, sriracha. Pro. It's not my favorite hot sauce. I love hot sauce. And sriracha, I think, has its place. Okay. But it's not my go-to. Ranch dressing. Pro. Blue cheese dressing. Love it. Okay. The, the like, sort of, like, mustard macroy. Like, before you don't... <laughs> <laughs> If you don't shake oh up the musk like that this. visual. <laughs> uh, not a fan. <laughs> that is gross. <laughs> All right, just real quick. What's the difference in clubs? Oh, it has to do with um, sodium. And then uh, mineral water is actually comes from the earth, which is really interesting. Sometimes they pump it up with a little extra CO2. Uh, but that's, that's going to be your more like salty... You know, like the Vichy water and stuff like that actually comes from the ground as opposed to just water that's been forced carbonated or put sodium into. And then where do you stand on a seltzer that has had flavors added to it? Does, is it still a seltzer or are we now like entering diet soda territory? Mm. Where do you draw the line? I think it's still a sparkling water and a sparkling water encompasses the entire thing, right? So like all of them are sparkling waters. So like... Not all sparkling water is seltzer, but all seltzers are sparkling water, right? A previous or future guest on this program, depending on the order in which these episodes are released, described it as water with glitter in it. Mm. Yeah. I prefer the Spanish term when they say agua con gas. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Con gas. That covers it. <laughs> Gassy water. Agua con gas. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question, Meredith. As someone who writes about food and drink, um, and you have to be sort of more mindful when you're tasting things, I'm guessing. Can you give us any tips for how to taste something like uh, a like a professional would? Oh, yeah. We should learn how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's easy. So there's four things you got to do. Okay. Uh, there's four things to evaluate. So the first is appearance. And so you look at it and you describe what you see. So you can hold it up to the light or hold it up against something white. And so you can kind of see... Um, what the bubbles look like, what the color is, if there's any sort of tint to it. And so then the second would be aroma. So you're going to smell it, um, and you're going to kind of like let it waft into your nose without sucking up too hard. You kind of just put your nose over it, um, and you can describe what aromas you're getting out of it. And then the third would be taste. So you sip it, you kind of let it roll around your palate, and really like let it linger for a bit before tossing it back. And then you want to do that again before you really evaluate it to get, because you primed your palate, so you want to do it one more time to really like get the nuances and uh, mouthfeel. So how that sits on your tongue, how it feels in your palate, how it goes down your throat. Mm. And that's how you evaluate a liquid. Wow. The throat part, I think we've been neglecting. Yeah. That's I mean, true. we do swallow <laughs> it. But I think we've been neglecting a lot of things. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wait, take it down for us really quickly again. Appearance. Yeah, appearance, aroma, taste, mouthfeel. Appearance, aroma, taste, and mouthfeel. And you can remember it using the mnemonic ATOM. <laughs> Adam. Or A-A-T-M. Uh, A-A-T-M. Oh, sorry, guys. I got to hit A-A-T-M. <laughs> A-A-T-M. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How would you evaluate this dish that these women at the table in front of us just got? For context, we pancakes? our studio looks out onto a restaurant so we can see what everyone's ordering. A woman is Instagramming it now. How would you evaluate the photo she just took? I can't see it. Is it pancakes? I got some things in my way. It looks like there's a syrup. So it's one large 
thing. Is it a Dutch baby? Like it looks great. Pancake. I want it. It looks delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Some feeling whipped it. cream on top. Oh, girl. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, it's very traditional for us to ask our guests what their relationship with seltzer sure. is. Um, uh, long. I love sparkling water. It is my favorite beverage, hands down. And I like literally drink for a living. It's everything. It's perfect thing in the morning. It's perfect thing at night. During the day, if it's hot, if it's cold, uh, it just makes me, makes my whole insides feel at ease. I worked at this place one time, a, f- a food magazine, and as an icebreaker when we first got hired, we were on, went around the room and they asked, if you could dive into a pool filled with any liquid, oh. any liquid, oh. or liquid-like food, what would it be? And you said ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, shudder. <laughs> um, no, what was it? Well, I mean, I said club soda. Like, yeah. How amazing would that feel to dive into a bubbly pool? Oh, my gosh. Like, so cold and all the bubbles like attach to your skin. It'd be so awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. It would be awesome. Counterpoint. <laughs> um, if I could be shaved completely mm-hmm. bare. Right. And then be assured of a very good shower after... I might want to jump into some ketchup. Like, it just has, like, this non-Newtonian quality that would be really interesting. I like, texturally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be dangerous. Yes. <laughs> because people have said honey before, and I'm like, I feel like that's one of those, like, silo deaths. Yeah. You just You're just not getting out of that. You know? Maybe it's a baby pool. Maybe yeah. Seltzer, you could not do... Not over your head. Olympic size. Exactly. That would be fine. How good would that feel? Also, it would just be terrible to waste that much honey. <laughs> we know what's happening with bees. I mean... <laughs> I mean, some answers were like champagne and, you know. Oh. You know, think about that. Mm. That's that, sticky. That's sticky. Yeah, it's sticky and like it's boozy, so it's going to sting your eyes. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. <laughs> we have two seltzers to test and evaluate on the criteria of appearance, aroma, taste, and mouthfeel. These are both uh, unflavored, original ghost seltzers. Uh, the first one is Market Basket, more for your dollar seltzer caffeine and sodium free in a nice light blue can and the next one is called ever and ever uh and it comes in a large sort of aluminum milk bottle looking uh bottle it's like a little hug and there's it a looks lot like a budweiser you get at a baseball game yeah yes. exactly exactly there's a lot of text on it which makes me think that dr bronner might be involved with this <laughs> who knows um so why don't we in one <laughs> yeah <laughs> So why don't we start with uh, the Market Basket seltzer? All right, so the backstory on this Market Basket is this was brought to me by my colleague, Abby. It's um, uh, apparently a Boston brand. It's it's like a... um, Thank you. A store brand? Yeah, it's a store brand. Okay. This could be another seltzer that's just masquerading as a different brand of seltzer. We could just be drinking... It's probably polar. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. If we're being real with each other. All right. Let's, Let's go for it. Bottoms up. All right, so first appearance. Mm. Um, Sorry, what? looks like a medium bubble, or you guys say bub. Right? Bub. Yeah, it's an erratic bub. Yeah. Um, the rise is uh, not super fast. Yeah. But I'm getting a lot of big ones coming up on the top. Big ones like. on top. It's sticking to the glass a bit. Yeah, it has a little clang. That's nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so aroma. Smell nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. All right, let's go to taste. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh, that big pancake thing was for the table. They, they <laughs> literally got pancake for the table. That's a pro move right there. Yeah, these ladies are after my heart. Um, 
I am enjoying this. Yeah. It is not bad at all. The bubble is like hard on the front end. Yeah. And then when it climbs down, it also has a scrape, mm. which it's like a two in one. I like that. It's a little dusty to me. Dusty. It's a little dusty. Like, yeah. like yeah. water that's been left out on your bedside table overnight and you try to drink it in the morning and it's yes. like got a little dusty. Yeah. yeah. That's very accurate. Um, I'm not really tasting dust. I do like how the bubbles are more aggressive than expected in the beginning, in the front of your palate, but then completely flatten out. And now it's like very drying. So yeah. it makes me want another sip. It really is. It, it's a, what is the machine that like... self Perpetual. No. It's like a perpetual, perpetual motion, motion seltzer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, what about mouthfeel? Were we supposed to do mouthfeel before taste? No, mouthfeel is after. Last. Okay. My mouth is now incredibly dry. I think that dust flavor that you're perceiving, Travis, is just that it sat in my cabinet for a year and a half. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> a year and a half? We, we, you know, that's a good bub for a year up. and a half. Yeah, we geez. take our time making this show. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's uh, do some sense memories real quick. The kind of carpet that you put in a finished basement in the suburbs, that's really low pile. It's really low pile, and it has, um, it's not soft, but it's not itchy. It just kind of is somewhere in the middle where it mm-hmm. does its job, but you don't want to cuddle on it. Yeah. yeah. Easy to vacuum. Easy, easy to, to vacuum. Yeah. yeah. And you see in like multi-purpose rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. To me, it reminds me of uh, bumper boats. Ever been oh. on a bumper boat? Say more about that. So when you're doing a bumper boat, I think they're gas powered. And so you're smelling a little bit of gasoline while you're on the bumper boat. And then the water that you're in, you try not to think too hard about because (laughs) do they change it out? Is there chlorine in there? Who knows? What would happen if I fell in this? So that's kind of how I feel. That is like, that's so good. It is kind of like a um, Disney World water. (gasps) Yes. Accurate. Water ride water. Oh, boy. Splash Mountain. Yeah. Wow, it's gotten really sweet and weird. Like, my mouth is reacting to it very strangely. It develops weirdly, yeah. Yeah, I'm also pretty hungover in my defense. Um, (laughs) I would say that, like, that sweetness that I just caught, there used to be this, like, sorbitol. They were, like, hard candy, fruit discs, crinkly wrapper, unwrap it, and then it just had the most otherworldly, like, glossy smoothness to it. I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was an incredibly weird candy it like looked like a normal candy, but then the mouthfeel of it was so strange. And I think it's sort of giving me hints of that sorbitol. All right. Well, let's get into Ever and Ever. <laughs> this is the one that comes in the wow ballpark Listen to that. can. By the way, this can is recyclable for all eternity. Yeah. It does have a, a Dr. Bronner's level of copy on it, but mostly the copy is like aluminum's recyclable by this because you can recycle this. There's it, also a picture greenwashing. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolute greenwashing. There's also a picture of a pirate hook on it. What? See that little, little Oh, you're right. Oh, right, because that's that's mentioned in the copy. They say that um, you know, maybe it'll get made into another can or maybe it'll get made into oh, a pirate hook that's that gets a possibility. Made. Yeah. Yeah. Possibilities are endless. For some really <laughs> eco-conscious pirates. Yeah. All right, let's All right. do it. Ever and ever. Sorry, I'm, I keep diving right in to taste it. You gotta take your time. Oh, yeah, appearance. Appearance. Tiny bubbles. I think yeah. the, the wall coverage is a little more more surface area coverage, mm-hmm. but not more consistent. Similarly erratic. Quite small. Aroma, I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Taste. To me, 
it's it's more like whatever and ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <You> roasted. <laughs> mm. Little salinity, but also it kind of tastes like can. Yeah. Like it tastes the same way that that Budweiser at the ballpark tastes. Yep. Where that sort of like aluminum, non-coated. That might be what they're going for. They're really selling us on this bottle being made out of aluminum. Uh, why don't we do mouthfeel? I appreciate the density of the, the, the bub, as it were. Uh, the small sort of velvety bubbles, how they coat your entire mouth. And it, it ends pretty smooth. It's not creamy. The other one was a bit creamy at the finish, and this is not. Huh. It feels like a mild inconvenience to me. <laughs> is that your sense memory? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, I'll do mine. Um, I just got a little bit of on my lips, and it was, you know, and it, like, splashed up over my lip, and then it was, like, right into my nose, and it was sort of like, ugh, Movember. <laughs> <laughs> So it reminds you of a mustache? Yeah, it's sort of like this idea of something like fuzzy on a face. Yeah. It's leaving my tongue tingling a lot. Yeah. Like tingling. So I would say it reminds me of, uh, and I, I'm, I hope this is not TMI. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever get cold sores, but that feeling right before you might get a cold sore. And oh. you're like, oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, where's the ice? Like, I got to get out of here. Uh, it feels like... A warning sign <laughs> that your body is going to do something bad that other people will notice. <laughs> well, good job, Ever and Ever. <laughs> You've successfully s- simulated cold sores. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, tried Market Basket Seltzer and Ever and Ever and Ever and Ever. It just keeps going around the bottle. So it is now time to vote whichever one wins will be eligible to move on to the final four. Uh, Meredith, why don't you give us your vote first? I'm going to go with Market Basket. I found it to be less offensive and it makes me less anxious. Um, And I also, knowing that it's been sitting around for a while, uh, probably at room temperature, I give it a little bit of credit for still retaining its structure under those conditions. Um, And I think that if that was cold and a little fresher, it would have been probably polar and delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, what do you think? Uh, actually, I'm going to go with Ever and Ever. Um, I do love that Market Basket aesthetically. So Market Basket is the, the logo of the supermarket, and it says, more for your dollar, in quote marks. And then they've chosen to put the word seltzer all lowercase. It feels mm. The aesthetics a, of this are uh, not terribly modern. A serif, <laughs> like, a serif font. Yeah. yeah it's, it's quite nice. Yeah, they really like it, There's actually, a, I would say, a Market Basket full of fonts going on on this design. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> But the fact that they didn't capitalize Seltzer, I, I like that move. Ever and Ever, though, also has a lot going for it typographically. But I'm susceptible to the greenwashing. I'm buying it. You know, I like more and more and more when I like I love Seltzer. Obviously, I'm always going to go for one. But more and more, I feel guilty about participating in the plastic economy. I like that they've offered me an alternative that's a like a little bigger, I guess. Mm. All, the only uh. advantage of this over a Schweppes is that it's a bigger can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I mean, I also got to go with the market basket. I was impressed right from the beginning with the big bubbles that that I was seeing in my cup. I felt like with Ever and Ever, I wasn't getting the show that I want from a seltzer. It's market basket for me, too. All right. So market basket is now eligible to advance to the finals. Uh, Meredith, it's very traditional on our show for us to ask our guests if there's anything they'd like to plug. 
Um, I don't really have anything to plug. If you want to follow me, travel around and drink stuff besides seltzer, but also seltzer, you can follow me at Meredito. It's M-E-R-E-D-I-T-T-O on Instagram. But I did have one thing I want to bring up with you guys. Have you guys ever had uh, a Toki highball? No. From a Toki highball machine? Say more about what it is. So Suntory, Japanese whiskey brand, uh, makes a whiskey for the States called Toki. And it's a little bit lower proof, very easy drinking, very light, smooth whiskey. And it's very traditional in Japan to drink highballs after work. So just basically whiskey soda and a tall glass with ice. And so they've made these machines that have two kegs side by side. And then it looks like a kegerator, like a little kegerator. Um, And bars buy them and install them. And it pours out perfectly chilled whiskey soda and marries them in the stream so that they're kept separately. So what's amazing about those machines is that you can just have the water part. So they can do one, two, or both, right? You can have chilled whiskey, chilled club soda, seltzer, or both at the same time. And they crank up the bubbles to like 11. Like it is the bubbliest and perfectly chilled sparkling water I've ever had. And so if you ever go to a bar that has one, there's a bar in the west side uh, called Katana Kitten. That's a fantastic bar. I'll plug that. Um, And they have one. And if you ask for Toki water, all the bartenders are going to be like, you're cool, man. I know what you mean. That is okay. amazing. We're in. Yeah. We're doing it. I just tried to plug. bring you guys some, but it, 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 it won't travel well. No. We had someone bring us some water in a mason jar, and it did not travel well. You got to have it on the scene. But yeah, check it out. It's awesome. Well, this has been Seltzer Deathmatch. You can follow us on Twitter at Seltzer Death and on Instagram at Seltzer Deathmatch. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. It helps other people find the show. I'm Travis Larchuk. And I'm Rachel Ward. See you to you later. 